we're doing right now. Following the local teams, breaking down the biggest games with in-depth analysis and team interviews. There's going to be much higher expectations, sense of awareness of what uh, we bring to the table. Join the show by calling into 435-752-1069 or text 435-339-0321. It's the Full Court Press. Gross. And yes! Touchdown! We did it! What's going on, everybody? Eric Franson and Jason Walker on a Friday here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in, being part of the show. <laughs> Recapping what happened last night. Previewing what's on the docket today. What's happening this weekend. Certainly big win for Utah State men's basketball on the road at San Diego. Their first win on the road. First game on the road. But uh, taking care of business in overtime. And a rough start from most of the players on the team. Max Shulga got, he was going, he was in a groove early. He's perfect from the field in the first half. Yeah, he was, he was on fire. And as the game went on, other guys started to step up. Dan Akin had himself a heck of a game. And eventually Taylor Funk starts making shots. You have uh, good performances off the bench. Not necessarily Big scoring from Barstow or Ashworth, but they hit buckets at the right time for Utah State, and the Aggies get the win, um, and uh, a good win um, over a San Diego team, which should be a pretty competitive team this season. Yeah, they'll be competitive in the West Coast uh, Conference, and so this, is a, this isn't a, a game to be worried about at all. Come away with the win. That means in the end, it'll be fine. You learn. You won a bit ugly. But it was only ugly in a couple of ways for you. Uh, the defense gave up a few more offensive rebounds than they should have, and they allowed one guy to get absolutely stupid hot. And those are things that, you know, one of those probably isn't going to happen nearly as much. And with, with uh, getting more defensive rebounds, you can work on that. You know, improve. Do better. Um, so as long as you're able to not have a couple of those things happen again, maybe, you know, brush up on your free throws, um, then... You know, you know, if they didn't allow so many offensive rebounds, didn't allow the one guy to get stupid hot and they brush up on their free throws, this is the game they win by 20 points. Yeah. So True. you have one night where you're just bad in a particular area. That happens. But the fact that Utah State comes away with the win, it just kind of brushes it all away. You can leave it behind, watch the tape to learn, and then move on and continue playing good basketball, which I think they're going to continue to play good basketball. Right. Facing some adversity, dealing with it, overcoming it, getting the win, that at the end of the day, that's what you want as a coach. Yeah, and, and one of the things I really wanted to see from this team was, all right, what happens when they get punched in the mouth? Because in the first three games, that didn't happen. Like they went down, oh, no, they went down like 5-0 to Santa Clara. Oh, no, what a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> they blew the doors off of them. Yeah. In this game, they go down 9-0. You know, they've got a, a guy on the other team who's just going, it's just hot. They, they can't get anything going. They're turning the ball over constantly. They can't get out of their own dang way. It's not so much they're getting punched in the mouth, they're punching themselves in the mouth. Like, everything was going against them. How do you respond to that? Well, they fought back, played well on offense, clutched up on defense in several, several occasions, and they pull out a win however you can. And so that's what's important. Uh, so, yeah, Utah State gets to win. Uh, they are coming back home. They will host Oral Roberts, what, next Tuesday? 
Yes. It's the next game on the schedule. Um, but uh, Utah State football preparing for San Jose State tomorrow night. Late game, 7.45 is the scheduled kick time. But I don't know that I've seen a 7.45 kick time actually start on time. I've never seen a 7 o'clock kick time <laughs> so, start on time. Uh, still plan to be there on time. Dress warmly. But plan on it starting maybe 10 minutes late, if not 15. 8 o'clock. Yeah. That's uh, probably more likely. But uh, Utah State, San Jose State, the uh, the odds makers and those that are putting money on these games are swinging that pendulum to Utah State's side where it opened as two and a half points for San Jose. It's now shifted all the way to one, uh, one, uh, one point favorite for Utah State. Going to be curious to see how that moved so much, especially late in the week. Going to be a curious move. It may have been just one big bet. That's something that can often move a line drastically. Mm-hmm. True. Is somebody puts 3000 bucks? Well, we saw that before the season. Yeah. <laughs> well, that didn't that, move. It didn't move the Utah money. State championship line, though. It stayed where it was. It's why the dude put a second bet on it, because the line didn't move. Um. So, yeah, and I don't know if there's, like, caps that you can, in terms of, you know, single game, you know, betting the spread. Um, yeah, that may have been it. Maybe just one person, especially since not all the sports books are doing it. Maybe it was just a few of them. One guy went to a few different sports books, put down some big bets on Utah State, and uh, got to love the confidence of that one guy. Or I'm assuming it's one guy, but it, it could be everybody. Because that's that's possibility. Uh, Vegas Insider consensus. Vegas Insider is kind of an interesting site to go to just to see. They'll show you the history of how a line moves through the week, uh, what it opened at, where the money's going on which whichever team. So the Vegas Insider has uh, Utah State favored by one. Uh, it, it, uh, San Jose State opened as two and a half point favorites. FanDuel has Utah State by a half a point. Bet MGM has San Jose State favored by a point and a half, but then a lot of others have Utah State favored by a point, including Caesar Sportsbook, WinBet, uh, Points Bet, a few others. I'm not going to go through all of them, but um, don't just, need to be doing free advertising. It, yeah, it's it just it's curious how that's that's moved and by how much. It's not just one one venue, one site. There's a uh, quite a few of them. That are moving. So anyway, yeah. Which, uh, but which when I check, it, that might just you know be more to the away from my theory of one person, and it could just be everybody. Yeah, but when I check to see the news in the San Jose area, I'm not seeing any news about some late revelation about a player suspended or injured. Just there's doubts on the program overall about how they finished their regular season, how they've struggled with that over the years. And more lingering questions after their loss to San Diego State last week. But then they counter that with, yeah, but this is also where Utah State is struggling and it should kind of counter some of the problems San Jose has had based on where USU is weak. So yeah. maybe maybe everyone was just waiting until late in the week to make their bet, you know, so can any news that maybe comes out and then they all planned on betting Utah State and then they all did. <laughs> at once, and they've just moved the line last second. But that doesn't happen a lot, so I, I don't understand how it would have moved like that because that's not a typical thing. 
Uh, we also were talking last hour about the Mountain West basketball and uh, kind of a weird night last night in the Mountain West. You had Colorado State beat South Carolina in the Shriners Children's Charleston Classic, beat them by 22 points. And it's a solid win for the program. But you also had teams like Air Force losing to Portland, uh, Boise State losing to Charlotte. Well, Air Force is bad. So. Yeah, Air Force is bad. Uh, but it's kind of continued today, a couple of games earlier, uh, that some of these tournaments that are going on. There's already two games from Mountain West teams that have already gone final. Wyoming beat Howard in the Paradise Jam. And uh, Colorado State, after beating a P5 school last, or last night, loses today to Charleston, 74-64. to Yeah, and... Uh... I think uh, South Carolina, the time they beat him was in the like top seventy in uh, Ken Palm, Charleston, good old one fifty sixth. That was South Carolina's first loss. Yeah, and Colorado State had jumped all the way up to like in the seventies, I think, in the Ken Palm because of that win. Um, but I'll say something about this. One of the funniest things of college basketball is just looking at all the names of these showcase tournaments. <laughs> They're absolutely hilarious. There's some weird ones out there. Uh, Nevada's at UT Arlington. Boise State tries to rebound tonight against Loyola Chicago, which won't be easy. Um, UNLV hosting High Point in Las Vegas tonight. Um, so that's your uh, Mountain West basketball schedule tonight. Now, there are some, as we mentioned, some of these tournaments, some teams that are taking place. San Jose State's at Northern Colorado tomorrow. Fresno State's at North Texas, and New Mexico State is at New Mexico rivalry game there. In the pit. So some interesting games on the schedule for uh, tonight and tomorrow throughout Mountain West basketball. Yeah. A lot of fun college basketball. Utah State fans got to, uh, I don't know if enjoy is the right word, but you got to have that game yesterday. Enjoy it in the end. Um, It was kind of one of those games where it kind of reminded me a little bit. It wasn't nearly as bad, but when the Patriots were playing the Rams in the 2019 Super Bowl, I think, um, I didn't enjoy a single second of that game until the very end. <laughs> and it wasn't because it was bad football. It was because I was nervous. Ah. And on pins and needles. Yeah. That's it. And so this this last game, I kept going back and forth between, okay, Utah State's doing all right, too. All right. I'm going to – I started a recap in the first half. Started writing a draft of my recap with the headline – Utah State loses to San Diego or some to that effect. Had a lead by Utah State failing its first road test. And the whole game, every time San Diego would do something, I'd go right back to writing more on that Utah State loses recap. And I swear I reverse jinxed Utah State about seven times. So every time I went back to writing, okay, Utah State lost. This is why they lost. They'd go on a run. <laughs> and it was like, so. <laughs> but then I think I jinxed them because, uh, on that final possession after I was watching the stat broadcasting. So I saw the Utah state forced like two stops in a row, got a rebound when they were up 78, 75. So I started typing in Twitter final Utah state 78. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I saw the turnover, I frantically tried to repent and delete the tweet, but uh, it didn't work when it overtime. Well, one of the impressive things for Utah state last night and uh, just uh, I guess my final thought on this is just how you had one player who was 
carrying the water for the team in the first half. Other guys started to pick it up in the second half. You end up with three guys scoring 20 points or more. Um, it's Ashworth off the bench adding 10 points, which it, those 10 points came the hard way. Um, and uh, Homoda nearly getting double figures because he hit nine, but just kind of emblematic of this team. You may, you know, Bear still struggled. Jones was in foul trouble, but other guys have stepped up. And that's what's so hard about trying to guard or figure out Utah State this year is that different guys will hit you at different times and in different places. And that's what's exciting about this team this year. Yeah, it is interesting with these Ryan Odom teams. So since 2010, which I know it's not going too far back, but it's as far as basketball reference has game log data for me to be able to quickly track this kind of thing. But So since 2010, there have been two games where Utah State has had three players score 20-plus points. There was yesterday, then there was the Weber State game last year. Both Ryan Odom teams. So just kind of interesting that Ryan Odom knows how to get his players to share the ball and have everybody score. Um, yeah. And they're not even really superstar players that are doing this. They're good players that, with the system, are playing just very well, and they're sharing the ball, and they're getting open shots, and they're making them. 21 assists for Utah State last night. Yeah. Impressive. Ashworth had nine of those. All right, got to take a timeout. Here in the Full Court Press, reminder, a shortened show. We'll have this week in the Mountain West coming up here a little bit. Uh, run through with what happened last week in college football for the Mountain West and what's on the docket this weekend that will be coming up a little bit later on. But uh, before we hand it over to the Mountain West Network, Utah Jazz are in action tonight, and we didn't get to it yesterday, so we'll get to it today. Our pick six, six things we think might happen this weekend. I'm here with Mark Anderson from Anderson Seed and Garden. Mark, can you tell us a little about your experience with ChemDry of Northern Utah? You know, our carpets get really dirty at Anderson Seed and Garden, and we clean every January. Our timing is is kind of difficult. I called Daryl, and he was amazing to work around our schedule. They came in and cleaned our carpets. They looked like brand new when they were all done, and uh, they've just been amazing to work with. ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. It's engagement season. Time to find the perfect ring. S.E. Needham Jewelers is known for beautifully cut diamonds at excellent prices. Guys, the sparkle is what matters most in the diamond you give your sweetheart. Our diamonds stand apart from those of other stores. Come view our diamonds under magnification. Select a diamond that fits your budget and then have it mounted in a ring that she'll love. Remember, you get S.C. Needham quality at internet pricing. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.C. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Hey, you know what sounds amazing? What's that? Three-day weekends. Well, you know, Schreiber Foods will give you three-day weekends. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're hiring forklift drivers. You work Monday through Thursday, 12-hour shifts. You get Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. But I don't know how to drive forklift. That's okay. We do in-house training and certification. No way. Three-day weekends. Here I come. Schreiber Foods is expanding and offering increased wages, benefits, and yes to three-day weekends. Apply online at schreiberfoods.com. Equal opportunity employer. Hey, Logan, there's no reason to wait. Owl's Sporting Goods pre-Black Friday sale is bigger than ever. Get into Owl's while the selection is best. Select Nike footwear 20% off. Assorted beanies from Dekine, Neff, and Screamer just $9.99. Logan's largest selection of smart wool socks saved 20%. Season ski and board rentals starting at just $99. Rent them now, return them in April. Winter outerwear and gloves save at least 20%. It's Owl's Sporting Goods pre-Black Friday sale going on now through Saturday. Owl's Sporting Goods, every sport, every season. Not sure what to do for Thanksgiving dinner? Does the thought of that mess turn you off? 
Then call the Beehive Pub and Grill. They have an amazing family-style Thanksgiving meal ready to go. Just order by Friday, November 18th by 5 p.m. Pick up on November 23rd between noon and 6. Heat and serve. That's it. A full Thanksgiving meal with all the normal fix-ins without the hassle. Prices will vary. Order for two or get meals for six. Call for details. Beehive Pub and Grill, Logan. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Mountain West Motors selection of trucks and SUVs. It's specially customized for your next adventure. So whether you're hauling trailers, you're hauling kids, you're roaming the mountains, you're going out for adventures, or just getting around town, go check out their inventory right now. It's a unique selection. 615 North Main in Logan. Check them out at mwmotor.com or follow them on Instagram where they share a lot of uh, different promos and events that they're doing. They do a lot of fun stuff with uh, Mountain West Motor. And we appreciate them for sponsoring the show, being part of our program. Uh, the Utah Jazz in action tonight, hosting the Phoenix Suns uh, in the middle of a three-game losing streak and um, doesn't really get any easier for them with Phoenix coming to town. Uh, but uh, Utah got to get back to sharing the ball, um, you know, spreading things out. They just got a little bit too clogged up. I don't know if guys were getting away from the team concept and trying to do too much alone on their own. But um, when we've seen this team share the ball and everybody contributes, it's super fun basketball and it works. Yes, that's the thing with the Jazz is that they, the risk was they'd get away from, you know, when they were started 10-3, and three, they were playing like one of the best teams, you know, could beat anybody in the league. Even maybe beat them in a seven-game series, perhaps. But then if they get away from that, then they're a team that's fringe playoff. And so they need to understand, and hopefully this has helped them learn, like, okay, you we can't get too big for our britches. We need to play, you know, as a team, play within the system because that's what works. They're playing greater than the sum of their parts with the system. If they try and play like the sum of their parts, they're a bad team. You know, good offensively, but bad defensively. And, you know, offensively could be prone to, you know, really cold stretches because there's not really a superstar score on the team who's going to manufacture points. Uh, Jordan Clarkson is probably the closest you have to a player who can really manufacture points at a somewhat consistent level. Yeah, true. Um, so you got to be able to play with it in the team concept. When you have Mike Conley slinging the ball around, he's able to kind of create for others and create a little bit for himself and in the pick and roll. But you know the previous offense was working because he was you know leading the offense. Jordan Clarkson was also doing a little bit of what Mike Conley was doing, not to the same level, but he would create for himself and others. He would pass. He's averaging like a career high in assists like north of five assists per game early on because um, he'd be able to swing it out to players on the three-point line and they'd drill it after Jordan Clarkson had broken down the defense a little bit. So the Jazz just need to get back to some guys can break down the defense, but in general, you know, you're moving the ball around, great passing from everybody, from Kelly Olenek to Mike Conley to Larry Markinen, You know, everybody's got to pass and shoot well. And some of this three-game losing streak just is down to some guys just haven't made their shots the way they normally do, which happens. True. Yeah. Well, And they started off the season uh, a lot of games in a short amount of time. They'd played more games than anybody. But I think it also kept them in a rhythm. And then all of a sudden that rhythm got broken with a, with a bit of a break, which 
gives you a rest, gives you a chance to collect yourselves, but it can also get you out of a, a little bit of a rhythm there. And I think that's that's happened to some degree with the Jazz. And, I, and we talked about this earlier in the week that a lot of coaches say your first game back after a road trip is just like another game on the road trip. So more time at home now, more familiarity. Okay, we're we are back in Salt Lake and to see if they play any better tonight against the Phoenix Suns, who are still a good team, but they haven't necessarily been totally dominating their opponents. They've had a few injury issues here and there. So, um, you know, can the Jazz cut down on their turnovers? Can they uh, get out and run and use their youth and their speed to uh, to get after the Phoenix Suns tonight? Yeah, if they play like they have in the past, then they have every chance to win this game. And, and looking in the near future, I think they're playing something like eight of their next 12 or seven of their next 11 at home, something to that effect, a bunch of home games, you know, over the next roughly month. And so that's going to be a chance for them to get their, get their rhythm. Um, and they played a bunch of road games early on, you know, 10 of their first 15 games came on the road. And so the jazz are going to have a chance to play at home where they've been very good. Um, they were five and over to start the season at home. And they finally lost one. Um, still have a chance to within the confines of Vivint arena, get back in their groove, hopefully get back and, I guess, kind of stay in that top three, four spots in the West. So we'll have pregame coverage here on The Fan, home of the Utah Jazz for Northern Utah. Pregame at 6.50, tip-off at 7. Utah Jazz taking on the Phoenix Suns. Um, let's do this now. Let's shift the last couple of minutes here. We haven't... We got one quick text in. Oh, did we? We did get one. It was by the Jazz, so... Oh. Uh, I was five two four two says the uniform matchup is sweet tonight, which I agree. Oh, I haven't seen what Suns. I think look. are wearing a bluish uniform. I think correctly, it's one of their alternates, and the Jazz are wearing their purple mountain jerseys. Oh, so it'll be very aesthetically pleasing to watch this game. Oh, you're not a fan of the purple jerseys because you're some kind of heathen. I look. I don't mind the purple jerseys. I just don't love the purple and the mountain and the blue. And so you don't you like the orange. jerseys? <laughs> the, it was the logo that I don't like. I don't mind the jerseys. purple and teal and orange, and you just kind of threw a whole bunch of stuff together. I don't mind the jerseys, Eric says, as he then describes everything about the jersey. <laughs> <laughs> as he doesn't like, which is the entire jersey. Like, when people say, no disrespect, but... All the disrespect. And then it's all disrespect. <laughs> All right, uh, pick six. We didn't get a chance to get to it yesterday. The six things we think might happen this weekend. Jason is in a bit of a winning streak here. There's been a bit of a gap between some of these. I've not lost in like seven weeks, but we've not done pick six for like four of those weeks. So a bit of a – or no, it's, I think I've not lost in six weeks, and we've not done it for four of those. Still. So I got it's a winning streak with like big old asterisks <laughs> on either end. I've got to knock him off his perch. So since you uh, you've won, I you know you get to choose if you want to go first or defer. I'll let you go first this time. Okay, all right. Uh, late Saturday night, Utah State football taking on San Jose. Sacks against San Jose State. So Utah State sacks. Utah San State Jose sacks. State. How many times do they sack their quarterback? I'll set the line at two and a half. Um, let me go under. I'm going to take the over. Uh, okay, tonight Utah Jazz take on the Phoenix Suns. How many turnovers for the Utah Jazz versus Phoenix? Setting the line at 15 and a half. 
I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the over. <laughs> uh, and then Saturday, really big showdown in the Mountain Division of the Mountain West. Boise State at Wyoming. Boise State by 13 and a half. Um, I'll take Wyoming to, to cover that 13 and a half. So you're going to take the under. Yeah, the under. I will take the over. All right. Okay, uh, so my first one, the Utah Jazz will play two games over the weekend. So just how many wins do the Jazz have uh, by the end of the weekend? Over, under, 0.5. 0.5? I will take the over. I'm going to take the over as well. Okay. <laughs> Should have done like 1.5. That would have been. <laughs> so we probably would have both taken the under. Um, uh, so you did Utah State sacks on San Jose State. I'm going to do San Jose State sacks on Utah State. Ooh. So how many does Utah State allow? Over, under, three and a half. Okay. Uh, three and a half? Yeah. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the over. Call an audible off of what my notes were. I'm going to I'm going to switch it up. Okay. All right. Uh Mike Conley assists against Phoenix. So tonight, how many assists does he have? Over under seven and a half. Oof. Uh man, he's been an assist machine. That's a good line. Um uh, I, I'll take the over. I'll be optimistic. I'm going to take the over, too. He averages eight assists. So I'll put it right under. All right. Um, tiebreaker? I've, I've got the tiebreaker. I came with some extra ones. So uh, predict the combined yards by Cooper Lega. Passing, running, heck, if he catches a pass, that'll be included, too. Just combined yards responsible for from him. Okay. Just, um, just pick a number. I'll say... 212. All right. I wrote 261, so oh. I'm going to go with that one. Very good. Okay. Got to be sportsman like and not pick like 213. <laughs> That's why I come up with a number beforehand so I can not be. Uh, it's like the price is right. Yeah. Just take $1 over. <laughs> All right, well, that's our pick six for the weekend. We'll recap it on Monday, see how well we did in trying to predict how things will play out. Uh, and, but uh, until then, have a great weekend, everybody. We'll have This Week in the Mountain West coming up next. And at 6.50, it's the Utah Jazz pregame with the game tipping off at 7 as Jazz hosts the Phoenix Suns. Until then, have a great night. We'll see you on Monday.